Hey Chicky, you're listening to 20-somethings. Let us take you on the magical ride that is your 20s through topics that touch on the epic woes, froes and no's. It's going to be sick. This episode is for the girls, the gays, the theys and everything in between. We love you all and this is for everyone except the men who walk around, I'm going to call them boys, the boys who walk around with their MacBook Airs without cases, holding it with one hand. Kia ora, welcome to episode one. Yay! What's the title for this episode, girls? It's Fresh of Arkadoos. Or Fresh of Arkadont. Yeah, we've got to start the episode with a little apology from me. I said Tafanga Nuiatata incorrectly um, last episode. Yeah, what does that mean? So, yeah, Tafanga Nuiatata is Wellington and Maori, but I said Tafata Nui. <laughs> I'm very embarrassed, and I did not realize until the episode had already come out. So, apologies. But we're going to move right along. Yeah. Because more embarrassing stories are to come. Yay! Fresher by the Urban Dictionary is a noun, a British word for a first year student new to university. Freshers are known for their love of having a good time. Did we all have a good time though? Uh, that's that fluctuated. That's yeah. debatable. I had it, yeah, it's pretty hard being a fresher, I reckon. Yeah. It's a weird time. Also, I'm calling this period BTS. As in, not the not, Korean not, pop not group, group and not behind the scenes, <laughs> but before twenty somethings. Oh, I like it. It's like BC. That's like really it. good. Do you like it? Yeah. I know. Um, yeah. So this is the time where you're not so much a twenty something yet, but you're on the cusp of it. Like like Anita is. So yeah, I, I think we're making this episode from the perspective of 20-somethings, but also as people who have all gone through that weird, fresher stage. Well, who's in the studio today? It's me, Anita. It's me, Talia. It's me, Yelena. Kia ora, my name is Fran. I'm the producer. Fran! It's producer Fran. Producer Fran's so cool that I think she's going to be a consistent member of the crew. Yeah. Almost Aww. co-host number four. <laughs> I love your work, babe. Oh, thank she's you. on the she's on the dicks right now. She's yes. got the the audio up. Woo. Yes, I do. Okay. We're going to do Frozen Nose, um, which is a thing that we're going to do each week, which we'll talk about Froze, which are all the highlights, the good stuff for the week, and the nose, which are kind of the lows. Mm, sort of a um, chicken period, I think, yeah. is important. Mm. Talia, would you like to start? I'm going to go with my Froze, which are... Um, I have a few of them. Number one, Taylor Swift's Grammy performance. Extraordinary. Yeah. Love that. And Dua Lipa. Oh, my God. She's so hot. So hot. Um, I also am going to Homegrown tomorrow. Last minute. Super excited. Have we boogie? Um, the nose. Uh, I feel like this week, I mean, I think it's a universal thing, but there was a lot of nose in the uh, media, especially with woman mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah i think we'll address that soon but that that wasn't so nice yeah yeah same on that my froze are also being excited for homegrown <laughs> um my nose again is all the shit that's been happening i think everything's just made me quite angry i've cried multiple times this week as well about how heavy everything has been and even the like cultural appropriation on the yacht shout out mm. to netski <clears throat> yeah how about you anita um, my froze this week have been Leave the Door Open by um, Anderson oh, Peck and Bruno oh Mars. It's so sexy. Like, it makes my private tingle. Oh, yeah. It's just and so much. I love it. Yeah. Um, my nose, I guess, have also been what's been happening this week, but also just recognising how it filters down um, to, like, my family in Christchurch and to, like, my sister mm. and all that stuff and the way it manifests. So mm. it's been that. It's been a big no-no. Mm. Just to touch on those 
quite quickly before we get into like a very lighthearted episode. Um, obviously, we have no tolerance for discrimination of any sort no. and cultural insensitivity. We're three people of color. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm from the Asian diaspora. My grandma is this cute little Asian woman and it like hurt my heart reading the stories mm-hmm. about the Asian hate crime. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Maori misappropriation on the yacht was disgusting as well. Yes. I've seen it happen yeah. firsthand at a 660 concert. You can't tell me we're not inherently racist in New Zealand. Mm, yeah. um, let's call it what it is. And um, the Sarah Evergard. It's been a really tough week for women. Yeah. Um, I think we want to just let you guys know that our DMs are always open. We understand we're a podcast, but this is also a safe space. Yeah, we, hope. A, we, we want it to be really open and we want people to be able to talk about that and that includes our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a space for you, more than importantly, not just us, to be able to address our, 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 our nose. Mm-hmm. Our like musings and what's yes, happening, yes, you know, yes. all this stuff really affects us mm-hmm. um, because, you know, we are women and we are women of colour mm-hmm. and more often than not, society doesn't like us. <laughs> Especially when we're quite confident in ourselves and they kind of say no. <laughs> Joking is such a big coping mechanism, but yeah. I think also um, I was listening to a podcast about Princess Diana and this was they, they made this during the COVID outbreak and I think the important thing to know is when we do do these podcasts when we do do oh, sorry I'm a child <laughs> uh, when we do these podcasts about you know freshers or like very menial things that are happening it's not to distract from everything that's happening in the world it's almost like we have the sensory overload and we need something nice to listen mm-hmm. to mm. you know we need a break sometimes and don't ever you know make yourself feel guilty for being entertained by the trivialities of like the world. I don't even yeah. know if that's a word. That Trivial- feels like I a think word. Yeah, that sounds like a uni stuff. word. Yeah. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh, Okay, so let's let's hop into the episode. Yes. Yeah. You've just landed in Wellington Airport. You've got your mum. You've got your dad. You've got your gran. You've got your cat. You don't actually. Sorry about that. <laughs> you've left your cat at home. But you've just landed in Wellington. Things about to kick off. You're putting your A into G's. You've arrived at halls. You've packed everything in. You've been to Kmart, and we're about to take you through the. What does the week start with? Comedy night. No, it doesn't. <laughs> the week starts with oh. <laughs> it's Owe. Okay, really we got this. What is what does the night start with? Oh, no. comedy? <laughs> what does the year start with? Oh, week. week. There we go. Wow. Wait, we're going to take it. you through the whole week. And we're starting with comedy night. You're thinking, "What? No, don't do a comedy set on a podcast." Don't worry. We're Don't not worry. Gonna, the, this night is all about the funny shit that happens. The hilarious stories, the drunken escapades. The, like, random stuff in between, not, like, the big party nights. The comedy nights kind of the, like, in between the, the lowdown. Do you want to start with an embarrassing or funny story, Talia? Yeah. Okay, so I have quite a few, but I think my uh, my favourite one is the washing machine debacle. In good old halls, I'm sure we all know, they have washing machines, and no one really knows how they do their washing. I actually did, but I just fucked up because I'm a dumbass. Basically, I was trying to put my washing into the washing machine, um, and I had my hand with me and because I'm a silly goose I I accidentally like put the box of washing powder just like inside the hamper um after I'd put the powder into the washing machine I threw in my clothes um super excited slammed that clothes and put it on and I came back maybe 
45 minutes later, it was frothing everywhere. There were soap suds everywhere. It was spilling out of the washing machine. (laughs) And then I was like, what the hell has happened? I don't understand. I opened it. There was, like, really soggy bits of cardboard. Um, I'd put, like, the entire box of washing powder inside the washing machine, washed my entire clothes with a a full box of Vanish. (laughs) That's so upsetting because you would have had to do another lot. Exactly. I had to rewash it and had to find some new washing powder because I just used it all. Oh, Oh, buddy. Um, That was one of the many washing machine debacles. I think I also had another one where I accidentally left tea bags inside my white skirt. (laughs) Why did you have tea bags? Yeah, why did you have tea bags in your white skirt? (laughs) So many questions. I'm not really sure. I think I was just giving them them on a night out. I just put them in my pocket. Ah, I forgot about that. It's like a natural dye, I guess. A natural dye. Yeah, exactly. like everyone's dyeing their clothes brown now. It's so like you packed it. Ahead exactly. Of the curb. You know when you had those letters and you'd you'd dye when you were a kid and you'd make it look really old and you'd uh, put it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was doing that to my skirt. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to share my story, and I don't think the girls know this one. Oh, you've been leading up to this I've been, one for I've a while. I've been kind of leading up to this one, so I hope it's quite good. So if you cringe at home listening to this, don't worry. I cringe every time I think about it, and I think about it like every week. Um, so I'm going to start this by apologizing to anyone that was in my Anth 101 course in 2019. This is the first week. We go in and my beautiful lecturer has a quiz, but she, she needs volunteers. So I obviously, being the little you know teacher's pet that I am, put my hand up and I went to the front and the quiz was there. And the question was, what is a legal way to secure ideas um, or like, uh, you know, patterns? And I, I like raised my hand, you were away, buzz. And I was like, a, a patent. And it was correct. Yay. And that was fine. Leave it at that. That should have been where it ended, right? Yeah. No. And my teacher was like, yeah, that's correct. And I moved towards the mic and I go, yeah, I do law. Oh, oh no. I know. No, yeah, oh, disgusting. That's I, and no one laughed, whereas they shouldn't have. Oh, my God. Secondly, if anyone did law one-to-one, we weren't learning about legal patents. <laughs> I knew that because I watched Suits and I was a nerd. <laughs> like, no, like, I didn't even learn it from that course. I was just being a dick. Those, I was going to say, MB, if he would do BAs, they hate, like, law yeah, no, yeah, Everyone, I was in cultural anthropology. These people were woke and they were disgusted. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, to be fair, I have I have dropped law since, so as you should. You're on the path to right. I'm on the path to enlightenment. You I, love, I love that you learned that from Suits because I used to watch Suits and that made me think I wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> but I actually realised I just wanted people to listen to me while I talked. Like I just wanted people to look at me. <laughs> and now you have a podcast. And now I have a podcast, <laughs> so I've achieved my dreams. Full circle. Goodness me. Yeah, it feels quite good. Any- <laughs> um, so I so I'm a little bit of a quirky one. I'm a bit different. So I started uni in last year in July and I drove up here um, after we had lockdown in my car. So I'd been driving for like a day and I was just been by myself and I'd just been eating shit. And I got to my new flat and I unpacked everything from my car and then I took a shit because I hadn't shat for like a whole day. Um, but it wouldn't flush down the toilet <laughs> and it was severely upsetting and it was literally a monster shit. Like it was the size of my head and I started crying crying like I was sobbing for two hours because this shit wouldn't go down the toilet and I was like fuck I just gotta go home because I can't hack it clearly if I can't flush my own shit yeah I was like if I can't flush my own shit like what am I gonna do um so I cried about it for two hours and then I had a shower with my poopy bum and <laughs> 
And I flushed the toilet with a bucket of water. And you know what? That's not the only poop story that we got in the... No, it's not. Oh. We did a Q&A response, you know, those Instagram thingies. And somebody said, to celebrate going to uni for my first year, I went on a sailing trip with their boyfriend's Fano. Didn't poop for nine days. Nine days. Oh, I think that women's oh. relationship with poop is so weird. Ow. I was just going to say, I feel like that's something that happens a lot, though. Like, for me, I used to always get constipated on, like, school camps yeah. because I'd be way too scared. Yes. And then, like, my friend told me last year, I was like, what do you do if, like, you really need to shit but, like, you don't know people that well? And she was like, just get a bunch of toilet paper mm-hmm. or something and, like, pile it up and then you can't hear the noise. Yeah, so there's like, a landing nice. pad. I do yeah. that all the time. Mm-hmm. And also avoids mess. Yeah. It's yeah. a really great tactic. It's, it's the best way to go because then you can shit. And also, like, it doesn't take as long and people don't know that you've taken shit, yeah. you know. That's the way to go. Also, I have I have a whole list of like poop pooping in public, like mm. a checklist. This is how you do it with grace. Go on. So you you go in. <laughs> you always just like the second from the end, just because it leaves space, just in case you know smells. And then you put the landing pad. Mm-hmm. Great idea, but not too much because you don't want it to clog. Mm. And then you do your business. And then also, if you're like, if you've got nice chunky thighs, it's amazing because it makes a seal, oh. you know, around the toilet. <laughs> and then also you close the lid as soon as you've like stood up and beside most toilets in public they will have like a sanitary box but most of those also have sensors on them so when you do the sensor it'll open and it'll smell really nice mm. so you do that afterwards and also if you have like hand sanitizer you've hacked it haven't you've you actually hacked I know because everyone, write everyone used to make me feel really bad for pulling in, in public I poop everywhere and I think we're adults so it's time to stop being immature you need to like mushrooms and you need to start pooping in public <laughs> <laughs> exactly I think we should move on to Toganite. <laughs> Toganite is all about unrestricted desire. Yeah. Mm, it's like sexy. that iconic night yeah. that you Unfiltered. go You're in a toga for crying. You're in a sheet. You're in a sheet. And you're about to simp on everybody in your hall. Yeah. Toganite kind of, for me, lasted for six months. <laughs> Whoa. Um, and I mean that in the terms of, like, I had just left a basically two-year relationship in Auckland. Yeah. And then I was a single lady and I... I had no curfew and no parental like guidance in any way. So I kind of took that to the to the mat. to the pinnacle. Yeah, I was yeah. like, how far can I go? go? Wow. Um, the answer is far. I think my tips in terms of that for my whole girls, let's choose a limit or choose variety. I slept with four guys in my hall, including my current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was like, oh, no consequences will come from this until I had to have breakfast with all four of them. <laughs> I just looked around and I thought to myself, I could have avoided the situation. <laughs> there is how many people in Wellington? Many. And how many other halls? Who did you choose? All of them were from your hall. All of them were from, No, I said, no, we stay home where it's no. comfy. I'm paying to live here. I may as well. Uh, you spent all my money's worth. So I was on scholarship. To Harunga Waka for paying for me to sleep in other men's rooms. <laughs> um, I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode. I hope she does. No, she's going to love does. it. So, yeah. Well, what we were talking about, I think, you don't find love in a club. Let's talk about that, folks. You find sex in a club quite easily, Mm. but if you're going to go and, like, try and put in the hard yards to simp on a guy in a club who you think is hot and just constantly meet them out, like, 
in town, it's not going to work. Yeah, Just, yeah. And also, it's not worth it. It's not. Think. It's, I think, yeah, it's quite a difficult environment to be on, the strobing lights, you know. It's you know, you're to fall in love in that environment. You're also drunk. Beer goggles. Beer it's goggles. <laughs> the biggest plague of my life. And also, like, half the time, like, I mean, what, you're 18? Don't go into a club looking for a relationship because you'll find, like, 24-year-old men who are not very nice sometimes. Anywho, yeah. anyhow, anyways. Yeah. But I don't want I don't want to put freshers off finding love in first year. Oh, like, my God, no. It's definitely possible. Yeah. You did it. Oh, I she did, did it. it. Didn't mean to do it. It all started when he asked to get high and watch H2O Just Add Water with oh me. My oh, my God. Recipe. I do love Amy's And I was like, I don't know about this guy, but we'll see how this goes. And then I was in his room every single night after that. So, yeah, my room became a closet. Oh, well, here we are. Here we are. But also, you might not find love mm. in first year. And also, and that's okay. That's this is so what good. I wrote this down for. Um, we were just talking about these unrealistic standards of, like, wanting to go to uni and all of a sudden you're, like, a new girl and you're going to find, like, the man of your dreams mm. or something like yeah. that. And all I could think of was after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens in after? She's, like, a <laughs> good girl in high school and she goes to uni and she meets, like, a bad boy who's, like, This is actually Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah, so that's not going to happen. Yeah. And, Sorry. like, he's really toxic but it's really hot and sexy anyway. No. No. But you don't want that either. American movie and television has given this perceived notion of what college is and university is. Yeah. You really have to make it mm-hmm. what it is. And when it comes to making it what it is, that moves us swiftly along to night number three, which is band night. And this is all about the city and what the city has to offer. Yeah, the bands are like the they're like the outside acts that come into O Week, and they have so much life to them because they're not just like bad DJs, you know. Like there are other places, there are other things. It's it's Wellington, it's the city, it's all these other friends and happiness that you can find in other places that aren't just university and your hall. Yeah, it's about life outside of uni. It's about how you're kind of breaking the rituals and the cycles because it's. It's really fun to go to uni all week and then go to town in the weekend, but fuck, after five weeks of doing that, you're a bit like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, you have three, yeah, you literally have three destinations. Yeah. Hall, uni, town. Yeah, and you, know, and you moved out halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. I moved here in July and I moved at a super weird time when like O week wasn't really happening and people were established and also I didn't flatten halls, I flatted out in Jayville. Yes, because I'm quirky, as we keep on saying. Um, but I just went to dance classes. Like, I moved here and I started going to hip-hop classes. Oh, not very yeah. good at hip-hop, everybody. And then I've been to some reggaeton dance classes. Shout out to Las Bombas. So um, good. Check out their Instagram. They do really great classes. And then I also started going to the gym because I wanted to be really fit. And I was like, where am I going to find other people that want to be fit as well? Guys? At the gym. Yes. At the gym. Crazy. You find um, some cool people there, actually. That is. And I found myself going to these parties when I first moved here, and I just didn't like anyone. Like, I didn't make any friends, and I actually just made friends by consistently showing up at places around the same time, and then people <laughs> recognize you, and you're a regular. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just like when I go to Fidel's every Thursday, and I get myself a carrot cake. They I am know. the regular. <laughs> wait, wait. I have a question. How did you guys meet? How did the friendship start? How did the podcast well, come together. Me and Anita went to the same high school in Christchurch, but... We weren't friends. No, we kind of just saw each other in drama class. Yeah. That was the only one you showed up to. Talia and I went on a trip around 
around the world together because yeah. we're both nerds and we were part of this group representing New Zealand. Uh, yeah, and we went to like New York and seven other countries. That was at the start of 2019, so just before we went to uni, which was so cool. And then, and then, yeah, and then Anita and I met in a world. Oh. <laughs> when did we meet? I don't know. We met on a girls' night out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, went on a girls' night, went to Ivy, and that's where I met you. And I fell in love. I was like, I need this person in my life. Yeah, I thought you were really cool, too. I thought we met at the... Because we had a game side a week later. Oh, we so did. So that's where I think I met Yelena. I yeah. didn't meet her at that girls' night she was talking about. She, what a story. We're here, and, and we were just here. kind of fucking vibe and we went to brunch so many times and we had such good yarns yeah we started working out together and then brunching and then just real friendship i guess it's been pretty groovy i think one thing that was a hard pill to swallow was that you aren't necessarily going to find friends on campus Mm -hmm. yeah in a lecture of 100 plus people you're going to have that awkward little talk to the person beside you but you never know their name i know people in my degree that i've seen for three years now and i don't know their name yeah yeah yep, i couldn't tell you that like what their name started with yeah um and you sit by yourself in the hub and you just kind of get used to being a lone wolf yeah, yeah. i am um, i found it really weird in halls you shouldn't expect yourself to be friends with everyone on your floor like you're living with them and you can get really fucked off with them but they aren't your people Mm. because you've kind of just been slammed into this place and expected to like each other but it's not friends like naturally it's friends due to circumstances you know proximity so i think it's really really important if you're starting to feel alone because that's like the impending loneliness that Mm. just crushes you and I, i mean it took everyone by surprise but like you kind of do have to just go and find other places you know i've got some really great friends at work at the gym like yeah. in these places join clubs because you're all going to have things in common or you're going to like you're going to make these friends and choose to keep them mm-hmm. you don't have to keep people in your life you don't want you know yeah I don't know I think that's so true like in first year I was so shocked by the fact that I didn't make a bunch of friends and yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. was in the hall as well and like I only made friends with because like I was in the cube so it's kind of like flat yeah. mm. I only made friends with my flatmates and maybe like five other people yeah I was so shocked. Leaving high school, I was like, yes, oh, this is so good. I'm going to make so many friends at Massey. This is going to be great. And then I just didn't. Mm -hmm. And I was so confused and sad. I was like, why is this just not working? And, yeah, it wasn't until I, like, started to go and, like, find places that I liked going and then meet people Mm -hmm. there or, like, Mm -hmm. talk to my friends and then meet their new friends and Mm -hmm. then, like, introduce people to each other and stuff that I actually started to, like, be like, okay, this is how you do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the thing was... I think with being at uni that no one really prepares you for is you really have to put an effort with your friends. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Because like being an adult. Yeah. Because yeah. like in high school you see them every day. <laughs> You're forced to. And yeah. yeah. And at uni you just don't have that. If you have friends in your classes obviously you'll see them like maybe a couple times a week but that's usually not where like unless you're really lucky that's usually not where all your friends are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I am um, I think in first year for me um, I wasn't close with any of my high school friends. My best friend lived five minutes down, not even, Joan Stevens or KJ. If you guys know that, so close. And we didn't talk to each other for months. We just, like... And we're really bad at messaging. And it was the same with my other friends at Massey. I just completely lost touch with them. And I think there was something about everyone was kind of finding their feet, kind of figuring out who they were. Even me and Yelena didn't talk as much. Um, And then it kind of came full circle in second year because you leave those spaces and you realise, like, oh... I, I need those people that I actually enjoyed being with and yeah. you, you're like I'm, I felt terrible but it comes full circle and 
all these people they'll come back into your life if yeah. you want if you let it happen yeah I, yeah, I feel like sorry <clears throat> this is okay me just keep going don't apologize but <laughs> but like I, yeah I honestly I would say to any first year who's like having not the best time wait till second year just like and feel happy where you feel happy and just mm-hmm. like try and look after yourself and wait till second year because it just gets better it does and you feel more comfortable with the whole flow of everything thing so yeah it's my mum always says it takes like three years to settle in a place yeah so I think you know you always got to put it into perspective I was having a tough time last year but I was like fuck I've been here for like two months like you know it takes a long time I feel like I'm not even really settled in here yet also yeah friends is something really important which is friends are like branches on a tree you're gonna meet new people through your friends yeah 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 yeah. that's why you'll be all and end all and be open to that I've met some fantastic people through my friends and then sometimes you become closer to those friends you've met and that is fine I think the beautiful thing about friendships is that they grow and they change Mm -hmm. and they're like malleable they're not meant to be stagnant one more thing about band night (laughs) space so I think it's really important for everyone to get out of Wellington. Go, go for trips, places. Or go to fucking Lyle Bay because the city is a bubble and it can feel really suffocating. Yeah, I think that was the... I was out in Jayville, so I spent a lot of time by myself, but I also got to go on lots of walks, like up big hills, and then like my friends would come and visit me and would do things out of the city, and I think that's really important because you do, you, you're trapped in the fucking cycle of like three buildings. Like you feel like your life is very indoors. Mm. Yeah. And that's not how it should be. Yeah. No. All right, so the last night of our metaphorical week is the electronic D&B night. Woo! Uh, but this is more talking about the comedowns and the days after going out to town because I think that's also important to, you know, touch yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, so town's like this massive, massive part of being a freshman. I think all of uni life in your early 20s. Um, but there's this period after going out that kind of are like, what am I doing you know, I think that when we all moved to New, like, New Zealand, God, <laughs> yeah, I'm an immigrant. Um, when we moved to Wellington, it was like this big, exciting time. And a week is so full of like this consistent something happening every night. And then after that first week is when you start doing the actual mahi of uni. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, wait, like, is this actually what I want? And I think also coming to a place like Wellington, you feel the need to fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Within three days of moving here, I bought a vape. I have no, I have never had an inclination. to buy a vape or smoke and I within another three days I had sold it to somebody in my (laughs) hall because I but yeah just don't try change who you are Um, and on that come down note there was many nights when I went out and like you know had what I thought was fun Mm -hmm. but it was really just a distraction and I would come home come to my room and I would be like I don't belong here and maybe it was a mistake moving here and it's so okay to have those feelings yeah Yeah, I think you need to like check in with yourself people could kind of try and force you to like go out like and like drink lots of alcohol i am a big believer in doing things that you in having a wee groove and a dance mm. but i think you need to check with yourself is this actually like something i want or am i just doing this to please other people mm. or am i just doing this for a distraction am i gonna come home and wake up in the morning and just get that crippling hangover anxiety where oh my god what did i do, do last night oh my god i hate myself you mm. know maybe give yourself some time to have a night in it's okay yeah i felt that because i when i moved here i was like i gotta go to all these parties because that how I'm going to meet people and I was like I have to go out because I, I was spending my days alone I was spending the first three weeks I moved here I didn't speak to anyone else 
else except study link. Like, I called them on my birthday and they were like, happy birthday. I was like, thanks, guys. It really means a lot. Because I'm not talking to anyone else unless I'm drunk. Um, so... Study Link. Study Link. Your real friends. My real friends (laughs) from the beginning. So I kept on going out, but I'd wake up and I'd feel so terrible. And it was my mum who was like, Anita, just start working out. She's like, you just need to do something that's actually healthy for you. Mm -hmm. And that was like, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do this for like an hour a day. And I think... I also cried my mum. For the first two weeks, I cried, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And then I'd also call my mum and cry. But you have to lean on your support systems, mm-hmm. I think, because it's really hard and everyone knows it's hard, you know? Yeah. And I think if we stop acting like it's not, then it's a little bit less. Yeah. Stop. You don't need to act like you're okay. Yeah, and I think also, like, it's okay. Like, I feel like, you know, you, in first year, you, for a lot of the time, you're just, like, you're moving out for the first time. You're going to uni for the first time. Yeah. You're doing all of these things for the first time. Like, it's okay to, you know, get support from people and to not be thriving. Because, like, it's all new. Like, yep. you don't yeah. have to, like, it's not going to be amazing the first time, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And on that note, just to plug the student services here, there's Maori Order and, like, there's so many things here waiting for you and there's safe yeah. spaces, there's the bubble and the student, like, association building. There's like, a woman's? There's, there's a woman's room, which we've just discovered, actually, yeah. by the sailing office. And there's so many safe spaces. As much as I can shit on this university, it's also really great. Um, I went and I, I'm, like, open to talking about this. Like, I went to counselling in first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you got to be willing to... And the counsellors here are great. And halls have counsellors, fun yes. fact. Yes, 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 yes. Um, spent a lot of time there and they can help you out if you need they're not just there to get you like agritats and like extensions <laughs> you know some people sometimes you need perspective and sometimes yeah. you need somebody that's not related to you yeah, or that's not a friend you know and just and just listen yeah i've learned a new thing from a story which is like listening without giving advice yeah yeah sometimes people aren't coming to you yes. for help they just want to be fucking heard exactly yeah, they want a platform the somebody yeah. to, they want that space yeah um i also I'm going to plug the gym, uh, Rick, Rick Center of Vic. Mm. Yeah. Pretty cool place. Um, me and Anita always go to the group classes, and it's such a nice little it is, environment. You find a community, and also, if you, I'm not that into working out by myself because I can't really motivate myself, but it's really nice to work out with a group of people and not feel like you're like alone. You know, mm. I think you go yeah. to the gym and you're like pumping weights, and it can be a bit lonely. And, you know, that's where you meet people, and the gym instructors are super nice, and it's nice to do something for yourself every yes. single day. And sweating is sexy. Sweating yeah. is sexy. Like, um, I'm pretty sure I went through a couple, like, I think my, the way that I coped in first year was just having, like, six identity crises, crises every three months. Speaking of identity um, crises, you have to have a rock bottom moment in freshman uh, year. So, and, yeah. like, if you do tarot card or read, you know, are into tarot cards, or it's spiritual. called, like, the tower moment. Yeah. And I think that's so important to realize, like, everyone's going to have it. You've literally just walked away from everything you knew and you've just done seven years of the same thing if you've just finished high school. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. And also I want to say that uni isn't for everyone and that's fine. And uni straight out of high school is also not for everyone. You can come back. Yeah. My mom did uni when she was 27, started uni, was a fresher when she was 27. Everyone's clocks are different. One thing my mother taught me, what a wise woman she is, is that everyone's on their own clock. They're on their own time. Yeah, and yeah. They're not racing with anyone. Fully. Yeah, exactly. And Do you guys have a distinct tower moment in first year? Yes. September. In 2019, it was not a very good time for me. Like, 
in a lot of ways and I think I took it out on a lot of other people mm. as well yeah. and I destroyed some friendships and then I moved back swifty after went home for the summer and then it was just that was rock bottom I think yeah um that was the worst I've ever been yeah mine was in November of last year and I've been here for like a few months and I was just hearing a lot of no's in my life and things just kind of went going my way and I just like didn't believe in myself and mm. I just never felt like that before so it was really hard but you know what was yours, Elena? I honestly think my tower moment was in second year. Yeah. So yeah, so my first year was okay, like it was rocky, but I had like I had just found an amazing partner. But my tower moment came, and I like took it out of him, like you said, mm-hmm. and like that's why we had our little break because I was so angry at the world. Yeah. And I think that a lot of things were happening in my personal life and uni life. I dropped law. I like COVID was happening. The Black Lives Matter movement was happening, and I yeah. felt really heavy. And I think that people disregard the fact that yes you're going to uni but there's everything else happening in the world mm-hmm. even this week going to classes felt so wrong because i in the back of my head i just kept thinking how am i sitting here listening about theories of development when six like asian women got mm-hmm. shot you know like mm-hmm. i it was like it was it's so mind boggling that the world keeps spinning where fucked up shit happens you know and like that's really sad to think about like it weighs really heavy on me so my yeah. towel moment was an extended like period of time and I shut the world out and I was like you know what if I just ignore the world exists <laughs> then I'll be fine yeah, but that's yeah. not how it works um and then I found these beautiful ladies well Woo! I rekindled my relationship and I with think them. you have to Stop like the fire. you've got to hit kind of rock bottom to like rock bottom's your foundation and then things kind of go up you know I saw that in Legend of Korra um, <laughs> they, she, this is when she's lost her bending she's lost all of her bending that guy's come and he's taken her bending and she's crying and she's sad and she's sad and she's crying but then um, Aang comes to her in a spirit like a spirit vision and Aang is like what I said, you got to hit rock bottom to like <laughs> get your shit back you together. And she did that. Didn't and she, she did that. And then I thought, I'm cooler than Cora. And then I did that. <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender is amazing. Send us your thoughts and opinions. Yeah, I just finished it the other day. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So those are our fresher stories. And now we're going to slide into our Instagram and see what's what and what the people have been saying. What have the people told us? What are the people saying? Somebody said um, something they did in fresher year was getting with guys from warehouse who all had secret girlfriends. (laughs) Um, And you know what? You know what, darling? We've all been there. I I also got with a guy with a girlfriend unbeknownstly. And that was one of the worst sexual experiences I've ever had, actually. Oh, my God. Um, I think in that moment, I was like, I need to rethink my Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should start going for men who, you know, respect me and want to watch H2O just add water with me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it happened to me literally a couple of weeks ago. I accidentally hooked up with somebody who had a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, so was like, yeah. yeah. You know what? Um, this girl. <laughs> Miss girl, what were you doing? It was quite funny. Not my problem. (laughs) Yeah, that's on her. Somebody said that slept with some guy for way too long. Should have been a tap and gap. Again, we've all been there. Just cut it off. Like, you know better, you know? Yeah, we've been Trust your gut, babe. Trust your gut. Like, do you want this? No. Um, I got with a rugby guy who, like, after we did the deed, he held onto my stomach and was like, have you ever thought about doing squats? Oh! Or, like, working out. And that wasn't the last time I slept with him, ladies. So, cut it off. Know your worth. I think that's what that one is. Yeah, I was going to say, I had somebody tell me that, like, I should feel really good because he kissed me after I gave him a blowjob. Oh. I was like, ah! Oh. The bare minimum. Okay, well, yeah, 
bars on the ground here, love. Disgusting. Just won't give you a blowjob, honey. Yeah, exactly. I fucking hate them anyway, so... We also got another question that was, like, musings on creating a life for yourself in a whole new place. Oh, yeah, rebrand. You, you're you yeah, rebrand yourself. Re-brand. Okay, I re- remember distinctly moving into my hole and looking around and thinking, these people know nothing about me. They know they know nothing yeah. about my high school me because I was a total bitch and I get to reinvent myself. And that was so exciting. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. I was going to say, that's exactly what I did. I cut my hair like three times, gave myself bangs, dyed my hair. Did- Literally, over and over again, got, got a new style like every six months just for fun. Mm. You know, see what everyone would do. There's something invigorating um, from being from Christchurch because it's so fucking small oh and God. walking down the street and not knowing anyone. And um, that was literally amazing. I was like, oh, do I know her? And I was like, wait, I know no one here. Yeah. And that's brilliant. So yep. I think, yeah, people rock aesthetics hard and I think you should as well. Like, try something new, get out there, yeah, do it. Absolutely. Because you start, like, you you start. You tell yourself notions about yourself, yes. and you, these are, there are all these things that feed into your perception of who you are. And I think once you break all of that, you really give yourself the space to kind of exceed your expectations exactly. time and time again. Like, don't put yourself in a box. And this is in like multiple areas of your life. It's in like when you meet people. I mm-hmm. notice, and you introduce yourself. And I always go, "Hi, I'm Anita. I study creative media production." It's like who fucking cares? That's actually not me. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just what I do. Mm-hmm. I do yep. so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? And it's like, yeah, stop telling yourself no because you're the only one doing that. You know, yeah. stop putting up roadblocks and then feeling bad about it. It's it's all it's all a perception of yourself. What is that thing that you always say about being like the baddest? Oh, yeah, literally. Nothing is gonna go wrong if you actually genuinely believe that you're the hottest person in the room. Like it's, it's a it's a mind. It's it really is. I like, don't know, it's not. I, also it's like if a, you don't think that, like nobody else is gonna think that. Exactly. Like you tell people how they're allowed to treat you. So if you think you suck, everyone's gonna go, Oh yeah, she does suck. Mm. <laughs> you exactly. Know? And if they are like actually you're not that hot then you just don't talk to those people don't don't lead them into your life that's yeah. really all there is to just it just run away <laughs> run away fast yes all right we also me. have another one here and it says i got caught having sex in the shower they trapped us in there for like half an hour <laughs> they also rhymed <laughs> why did you they get trapped because <laughs> they just i don't know they just like closed the door and they were like you guys can't come out anyway um, and the last one we have here is capital shit in the elevator. Oh, this was iconic. What this happened? Because two- I wasn't here. Oh, my God. This was 2019. Also, we were going to say, if that was you, can you let us know? Can you quite come funny. on the podcast? It's really quite Please. funny. Um, this, like, it was a huge thing that went around the halls. There's somebody, I think it was from KJ, went and shat in the Capitol Hall showers. Capital shit I just want to know logistically how you did this. Yeah. That's, that's what I want to know. Because I couldn't go a floor without bumping into another human. So how did you well, shit? Maybe they had it ready and, like... Literally mm. between floors, they were like, I'm ready. That's Boom. so disgusting. So they're carrying around their fucking shit. Hey. No, I'm not like that. <laughs> oh, in their bum. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Why do we keep talking about poop? I don't poop know. Is a, poop is going to be a reoccurring. Oh, no. Sorry. This was from my good friend, Will. He just had some advice. He, his um, contribution was cheese is really expensive. And if you want to steal from Countdown, go into the self-service, put the salami through his brown onions and... Lo and behold, you have it. Yeah. And that's also because um, f- fuck countdown anyway. Don't steal from small businesses, people. But no, hey, no, if it's no. goes, it's okay. It's all yeah. right. They have a sale every day. I think exactly. they're fine. Steal some forks, you'll be sweet. 
Sweet right. as a peach. Do you have any last lessons learned or notions to give off to the young the um, young ones? Also, can we stop um, considering third years as old people, please? No. I'm the no. oldest person in my work, and somebody that was like, "Can I? Do you think I can still go out when I'm third year? Because you know, you know, you're third year." And I was like. Excuse really me. Yeah, I think we need to change our perceptions of age. Like thirty is so young. Yeah, you know, like I mean, we're okay. babies. In third year, isn't everyone like if you started at the right time, like twenty twenty one? That is not old. No, it's not old. People go to uni at twenty. Also, yeah. you change your degree, you drop out. Like you don't start at seventeen. Yeah, yeah. life's at start after high school. Yeah, I'll be twenty two at the end of my third year. Yeah. That's not old. No. Like. You know, Taylor Swift only just started singing to you. <laughs> My advice is actually not to the freshers, but to the third years and like everyone above them. Can we not like make it seem like freshers aren't the worst thing in the world? I love yeah. having them in the city. I live like basically on Cuba Street. For a while in the summer, it was it was like lovely because it was like quiet. But that life and that excitement and the anticipation of having all these new people in the city that is so gorgeous. And there's nothing that's to be shamed ashamed of. I think the other thing is like for me freshers are the 12vs of university and I mean that in the best way possible when we were all 12vs I think we were all in our prime like we were so proud of being 12vs and so you yeah you know you're a 12v but my other thing was and I want to like leave on this note so this should be the last thing I say is everyone is expecting you to travel in herds wear your lanyard and be cringe and you know go to town so why not like what is the worst thing if you live up to the expectations because if you're Mm. doing it they're gonna be like oh that's just a fresher if you're not doing it then oh you're like that's like either way so you know what live up to the expectations like Talia said if you are a second year and above you're not better deal with it actually sometimes you're worse and yeah, and then my other thing is if you're a fresher and looking up to third years and thinking oh I can't wait to be a third year and have my shit together no you're incorrect Nothing magically happens in third year where we know what we're doing. I'm still get lost on campus. <laughs> I had to Google the Calvin map the other day, and oh it was very God. embarrassing. But it'd be like that. Yeah, it do be like that. Any advice, Anita? I just, you know, stay hot, babe. Stay sexy. I'd really um recommend those Auntie Auntie May's vegetarian dumpling. Oh, yo, those um, are amazing. They were a staple for me last year yep. and I think they got me through. Yeah. So I would really recommend that. The tofu's incredible in there. It's like chicken or something. Yeah. It's phenomenal. That's 20-something. And as always, we thank you guys for listening. We thank you for the support and, you know, stay sexy, babe. We'll see you soon, yeah? Ciao. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye.